Hey, Carls. Nice to see you here. Uh, do you know where Connor is? No. No? Here, let me check my phone. Maybe he's... Hmm. Looks like he's run away to a raisin farm. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> I guess we'll just have to do the episode without him. This is the Christian artist honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Carly. And it's just us today. Uh, Connor didn't actually run away to a raisin farm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that joke. That joke is only funny if you like understand all of the yeah. context of our like Twitch shows. Yeah. Um, so maybe the people will. Yeah, Peyton says sounds like Connor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sounds like something Connor would do. Uh, but yeah, he's he's tired. He has a long had a long week and decided to take off tonight. Um, but that's okay. We're gonna do another. And I I should have just named the stream this. I don't know. I didn't. Um, but the eventual name of this episode will be uh, the Caleb Carly Power Hour Part Two Electric Bugaloo. Um, <laughs> so we're here once more, and we're gonna. <laughs> Just the look on your face. We're just like, what? We're here and we're going to talk about, we're going to have a conversation about uh, what we've been up to. Um, mostly when it, as it pertain, pertains to art, right? So we're going to talk about what shows we may have been watching, what books we may have been reading, what uh, art we've been making, uh, creative endeavors we've been involved in. We're going to have a an artist heart to heart about what's going on and 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 what's some cool things that we've enjoyed or have made so which is honestly just like conversations that we've had in real life yeah we're carly honestly carly and i are just recorded. gonna have a conversation <laughs> we're just gonna talk and you guys can listen in that's what we're gonna do we're gonna hang out um which is honestly the best way to spend a monday evening hanging out with the carly pinch um <laughs> Uh yeah, I've missed you. I've missed you, friend. Same. Yeah. Not not myself, but <laughs> I've missed you guys. I always miss myself. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So, what has been up since I saw you last week in the flesh? Um I mean, the first thing yeah. that I have been consuming art wise yes, yes um you guys got me into bbc's robin hood yeah i knew that's so what <laughs> so yeah. how has that been going um very good i'm mm -hmm. like a couple episodes into season two um <laughs> nice. uh, started how, watching how it long on in season one um i don't remember but it took me like a day to get through <laughs> Oh, sometimes I regret giving you <laughs> suggestions like this. I've because... told you this though. Like when I when I get hooked on a new show, I go through it really quickly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's just I feel like it's not humanly possible, but it, it's fine. And then I mean, uh, okay. Well, it wasn't. I, like I can't say a anything. Day. It was like. I was like for half of one day, I was watching a lot of it, and then the next day, I finished first season yeah I, I can't judge because i do the exact <laughs> same thing and i don't know why i'm even saying anything you're in the right you, you can't i can't i can't i gotta i gotta log in my eye i can't 
point out your spec. Uh, yeah. So how is Robin Hood? How is BBC's Robin Hood? How, how are you liking it? It's it's very good. It's like it's even giving me ideas about like my own book that I'm sure we'll talk about more later. But sure, like yeah. trying to figure out how 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 government works in certain societies it's like super interesting for that because right it's you know it's um i don't remember exactly what century it is but it's england it's robin hood era and it's um it's it's very yeah, corrupt it's like and interesting it would be around the crusades well yeah okay, there's a million cru- different crusades so <laughs> let's see crusades uh king richard Right. When is this supposed to take place? Uh, during the Third Crusade? Yeah, so like the 1100s. Okay, yeah. Sometime in there. It's it's very interesting to see, like, even if it's not, like, completely accurate, because I don't know how accurate it actually is to history, but it's, it's interesting to see how the government works. And, yeah, I mean... Like, how Robin Hood fights against it. Right, right. I don't know that it's terribly historically accurate with most of the things yeah. it portrays. Um, but th- it has its own internal logic and it's not yeah. like being inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. Who's your favorite character? Uh I mean either Robin or Marion. But yeah. yeah. They're both good. Basic. You're so basic, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, honestly, I think I think Robin Hood is probably my favorite character in that show. There's a lot of good ones for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have been watching Downton Abbey. I have been doing the same exact sort of obsessive watching. Remind me, are the Robin Hood episodes, are those 22 minutes? long they're like 45 minutes oh, 45 long. minutes okay yeah so poof man how many <laughs> episodes are there in season one i'm just curious now um 13 oh wow yeah <laughs> interesting yeah that's a that's a good amount because mm-hmm. so i've been watching downton abbey uh, i when when did i start watching it again uh probably like a month ago something like that i'm almost done with it Again, this is my <laughs> second second rewatch of Downton Abbey. It's just such a good show. It's just so good. I was like literally right before coming on to do this, I was just bawling my eyes out watching the last episode of season five. So much good emotion and uh, it's just so good. Um, I highly recommend Downton Abbey to you, Carly, as well I've as our listeners. I've watched some of it. So and I remember some of, it, some of the characters, but by some of it, do you mean like random episodes or no? Like, like I think there the was one point where my mom and I were consistently watching it together, but I mm. can't remember like significant plot points. I remember certain aspects of certain characters, but yeah. I couldn't name them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of these days, you should you should sit down and watch Down Abbey because it's a good one. Um, I was just it's just there's so much going on like there's there's nine episodes per season they're an hour long oh, thanks. um and so it's literally like you know nine movies yeah. nine short <laughs> movies 
and, the, and there's always like a Christmas special or not a Christmas special necessarily, but like a, a special episode to wrap up the season. And it's like an hour and a half. Um, there's just so much going on in that show. There's so many characters. There's so many plot threads, but it's not it never feels too much. There's always so many cool, interesting uh, intersections of plot threads and characters and it's all interwoven very very masterfully like there there's always comes a point in that show and i especially on the rewatch i've been noticing this where i start to think like all right is this is this too much is there too much happening right now like is this too contrived and then they'll the next episode they'll like pull out some sort of perfect intersection of two plot threads where like the the problems get solved by each other and you're like oh they must have been planning that for like a whole season just like this is how these two like seemingly like disparate things would come together at the end and like help solve the problem and there's just awesome moments like that where perfect little storms of plot threads weave their way together and come up with just amazing stories and there's so much like source material too because it's very like it's a period piece um in the early 1900s there's just so much cool stuff happening in england at that time so many cool like political and cultural strings to pull on um it's just it's a lot of fun and the characters are just so good and romance oh so good so good that's the main thing i've been doing honestly in, tr- in the the world of art is just watching Downton Abbey. <laughs> but I don't regret anything. I think. Yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what, what else have you been enjoying? Um, I recently, actually the day I got back from Wisconsin, I did a presentation in English, um, in, in English class. Um, we had to, pick a poet and study them and present about them to the class. We had to do an explication of a poem. So like walk through um, a certain poem of theirs and explain like, this is what the author is specifically doing throughout this poem. And this is, this might've been the intention of it. Um, And so of course I wanted to do Levi the poet because I've been a fan of him for a long time. And it was actually really fun to present on but doing that project like made me listen to a lot of his stuff all over again. And it just reminded me how, how good his stuff is. Cause like even um, like his most recent album cataracts is not my favorite. I think mainly because the actual poetry is very much stuff that I don't agree with. Um, like it's, it's basically a, a commentary on modern evangelicism, which is, you know, some of it is, is good commentary in that he's calling out things um, that need to be called out, but other things are, I feel like a dig at reformed theology, um, which is interesting because he used to call himself reformed, but, but all of his other stuff, I keep coming back to and being like, ah, it's just so good. (laughs) So. Yeah. I, one of these days I need to, I need to listen to it. Yes. Um, I I listen to him. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel that that frustration of like uh, listening to a, uh, an artist and then getting to a point where like the next thing they put out is like, mm, I see yeah. that you're heading in a direction that yeah. I very much disagree with. <laughs> it's always very sad and frustrating. Um, but yeah, one of, yeah. one of his more recent 
poems. I think it came out before Cataracts did, but uh, it's called It's All Worth Living For. And that's a poem that I will like always stand by and say like, this is probably like the pinnacle of everything that he's ever made because it's literally a, like a, a plea for someone to stick around. It's, it's a suicide awareness poem. Um, and it's, it's so very good. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like I have a bad habit of, Connor and I both have a bad habit of suggesting things to you, and then when you suggest <laughs> things to us, we don't actually, like, actually listen to them. I think I listened to Andy Mineo a while back. Um, you mean Andy Mineo? Mineo. I don't know how to... This, I just saw it written out. I never heard anyone say it. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I what. mean, you guys, I mean, I guess it wasn't a direct recommendation, but you guys started listening to NF because I told Connor to listen to Toby Mac. <laughs> True. <laughs> In a weird so, way, that did happen. Yeah. The whole episode on that. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to, I gotta, I gotta keep thinking about this cause I'm, I'm curious now if there's any <laughs> other things we've watched per your recommendation. Or like listen to you because i want to feel better about myself and not <laughs> feel that i'm a jerk that just because I, I honestly i'm i'm the worst with those sorts of things that people like suggest uh things like that to me i just never there very rarely will i ever like immediately be like okay i'll give it a listener a try i just put it on a list somewhere and then i forget about it and then maybe someday when i'm actually like specifically geared towards that mood then i'll go back to it <laughs> um is that how it's spelled uh kathy mm-hmm. Lo- how did how is that pronounced what so you posted a uh an artist in chat i, I recommend l-o-v-k-n oh i think it's pronounced lovekin that's someone that she really likes lovekin okay yeah. interesting okay what uh what genre is that i I I think it's kind of like pop ish, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, they don't have it on. Oh wait, I spelled it wrong. Sounds more poppy Ooh, to me. I like the album art. It's very important to have good album art. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I will probably never listen to to whatever music it is. Okay, all right. I'm adding this to my list, and I will not ever listen to it until three years in the future um but yeah cool cool all right acoustic stuff um but yeah i have a horrible terrible habit of doing that i don't know i i am such a person who's goes with whatever my current mood is in terms of Mm -hmm. art art creation and art um art uh, consumption mainly art consumption i guess part of part of it is and and honestly most of this has become very clear to me since i've started doing um role-playing game shows regularly i i kind of i can i can do it on purpose i can like choose to be in a particular mood (laughs) but it has to be like purposeful like the reason Mm -hmm. i'm doing it is because i'm like i need to because of one various project or the other I'll like specifically go for that. And so it's it's hard for me to like just randomly be like, 
all right, I'm going to watch this thing that isn't a part of the like current groove that I'm in right now. Like right now I'm watching Downton Abbey for the, like I started watching it because we were going to do Lavender Shadows. And I was like, period, (laughs) nobility stuff. Let's, let's watch this again and get into the mood. Um, It's just the way my brain works. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the time it's like, I'm doing this role playing game. Let's watch every possible thing I can (laughs) think of related to this. Cool, cool. Um, what else is going on in the world of Carly in terms of art? And um, both with leaving Wisconsin and having NaNoWriMo coming up, I've been listening to a lot of Sleeping at Last. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And so I've like, I started making a playlist for like writing for NaNoWriMo and Mm -hmm. And I have Elysian Road on there, and I have all of the space instrumentals. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I'm just imagining like Earth, uh, mm-hmm. the song Earth related to your, mm-hmm. your story. Like, that seems like a good, <laughs> yeah, a good, uh, um, theme, thematically appropriate yeah. piece. That's cool. That's cool. Very much is. Yeah, yeah. And a book that I started reading a while ago mm-hmm. and haven't gotten very far into yet, but it's very good so far, is Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Yeah, um, that's that's one that people recommend a lot. And I, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very good so far. He's going through a lot of, like, basic doctrines that people get confused a lot, like the Trinity um, and, and, like... Um, like Christ's position in the Trinity and how like he, he emptied himself of power and of like equalness with God in one sense, but that he didn't like completely empty himself of divinity because we still see characteristics of God in him as a man. Um, Stuff like that, which is super interesting because like it's super basic stuff on one level, but if you really dig deep into it, people get confused a lot. Mm. Um, and so I'm super excited to read more of it, but I had to kind of take a break from it in order to finish a, reading a book for school. So ah. I need to get into it again. I know. I know <laughs> what that's like. Oh, that's so yeah. frustrating when like you're in the middle of something and then you're like, I have to do mm-hmm. school things yeah. instead. I have to read another book that I'm going to like less. And then yeah. once I finish Knowing God, I'm going to read the next Mistborn novel because my mom yes. got me the next two for my birthday. So Well of Ascension is such yes. a good book. <laughs> so good. I think that might be my favorite of the trilogy. Possibly. No. Know. No, Hero of Ages. <laughs> Hero of Ages is my favorite of the trilogy. But I really do like Well of Ascension. Really do like it. Yeah, Mistborn, man. That's some good stuff. I haven't Man, I don't think I've read a fantasy novel in a while. I need, I'm going to go to my Goodreads real quick. I haven't read anything in a while. I haven't read any book in a while. <laughs> I have read books, but I haven't finished anything mm. in quite yeah. some time. I still need to get around to reading The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I have two of them on my shelf, but I haven't gotten to them yet. So, Which wow. I feel like I can't say I'm a Lord of the Rings fan until I actually read the books. Yeah, but. probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so I've read a lot of comics this year. 
I got into a mood where I did that. But the only fantasy novel, like fantasy sci-fi novel I have read this year is Skyward by Brandon Sanderson. That's the only one. That's really sad. Boy, I need to get on that. I need to I need to read something. I need to read anything. <laughs> but also, yeah, I'm I'm also I'm not actively gearing up for NaNoWriMo. But I am every once in a while I have a brief <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> I Caleb, do, I, there's less than a month. <laughs> I know. It's October. I've been so busy. So many things. Um, but yeah, I really do need to get back to, to look skyward too. Um, what I what I need to do is not necessarily listen back through all the writing sessions I, I did, but maybe scan through them a little bit to get a feel again for the different... Because reading it all again is one thing, but like just kind of thinking in my... Or like revisiting that mind space like as i was like mm -hmm. talking about it on stream and stuff would be good because i need to actually post those i need to like put them yeah. on youtube because <laughs> they don't exist anywhere really right now um they're all on youtube but just like private videos that no one can watch so i need to do that that will get my that'll get my head back in the same space um but honestly the main thing i've been doing art wise is role-playing games or at least thinking about role-playing games. Because I actually <laughs> haven't played a whole lot of role-playing games in the last month, comparatively yeah. to what I usually <laughs> do, because you had all sorts of like cancellations mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, but I guess we've been playing this Bernie Wheel campaign uh, with, the f with my freshman group this year. Um, we've just, we realized, like, it, it's like Peyton... Um, and a few of the other freshman boys from that group. And we realized, wait a second, every day or every week we do the Wednesday night small group and we can just play Birdie Wheel right after we do the Wednesday <laughs> night small group. And then I realized, wait a second, they're going to be there on Sunday too. We can do Bernie <laughs> Wheel after Sunday night youth crew. And so we've been having a lot of fun doing that. Um, uh, so we're going to like basically play two times a week. Except nice. we can only do it for like an hour, an hour and a half. Right. Um, but uh, that's been fun, kind of starting that up. Because uh, Bernie Wheel is my favorite game. And if I, <laughs> if, I, if we can't start Lavender Shadows yet, then I have to get my Bernie Wheel fixed somehow. Yeah, Peyton's like, that's me. <laughs> um, but I am excited for Lavender Shadows too. Very, very excited. I've been th I was talking with David about the campaign when the wedding was happening. Um on the when we were taking pictures and stuff and doing all that sort of prep work um and he he we i kind of like ran some things by him some ideas i had and we hashed a few out um for the future of the campaign i have some have some cool threads i think i can play <laughs> with um this thursday we're gonna do turn Elias, which i'm excited about but then next oh, week i still need to finish watching the last yeah yeah you do yeah. <laughs> need to do that yeah before this thursday and then yeah so we're doing Thursday, Ternalius, and then next Thursday, we should be able to do Lavender Shadows for the first time, which is nice. exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. What else, Carls? Passing the ball back to you. That's pretty much all the stuff that I've been like. Gearing up for your book. In. 
yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other stuff. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, so we started watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy again. Um, ah, with nice. some friends who've never seen it before because Mickey uh, has never seen it before. I just recently rewatched those, so I guess yeah. that can go on mine too. Hannah, Jacob has never seen it before. Jerrica has never <laughs> seen it before. Oh my gosh. I know, and we've we've failed them for so long, and so now <laughs> we're finally getting around to it. And it was so funny because uh, Jared and Jerrica got back from their honeymoon on Friday, um, and Connor is picking them up from the airport. And like all like they're in the airport and Jerrica messaged all of us and was like, Hey guys, do you wanna watch Two Towers like when we <laughs> when we when we get back? Oh and I was gosh. like looking at that, I'm like, You guys are gonna be back at like ten o'clock. Like, <laughs> this is gonna and then they ended up getting back at eleven o'clock. And then we didn't actually start watching the movie until like midnight, 1230, oh, which gosh. meant that it was it ended right. up being and we kept like stopping it and like like oh pizza came and all that stuff. And it was three in the morning and we were only <laughs> halfway through the oh, two towers. My gosh. So we stopped. We did not finish the two towers yet <laughs> um, because everyone was so very tired. Uh, but we'll get we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. <laughs> um, it's been really fun. Uh, I, I actually just listened to you. I've been listening to catching up on a whole bunch of podcasts so one of the ones i was catching up on is the soundtrack show um highly recommend that podcast if you're at all interested in film scores um to anyone listening uh but uh he went through the fellowship of the ring uh on that show it was so interesting to hear all the like ins and outs of all the different uh like themes and the way the music was written and all that stuff and then i i I was clued into an awesome book that I'm going to have to buy and read um, called uh, the music of the Lord of the Rings films, which is just a guy who goes through and does a, <laughs> a, an in-depth musical analysis of all oh three gosh. films. And That's I'm insane. just so excited to read that <laughs> book because it sounded so interesting. Um, so I've been having some Lord of the Rings influences kind of like filtering around in my head a bit. Nice. Um, so that's been fun been listening to a lot of film scores like i do i don't think i've been listening to any new music i've just been listening to film scores because that's what i usually do <laughs> most of the time um what else is going on there was something else that i was trying to remember Um. Oh, uh, music that I've been like writing. Um. Let me. Oh, that's a, okay. The main, I guess, the main artistic thing that I've been doing recently, besides role playing game stuff, is uh, starting to edit the vlogs that I. <gasps> yeah. <made> of, <laughs> of the trip that I took out to see Carly and Fam in Washington, and then other friends in Ternalia's crew in uh, Idaho. Uh, I haven't really gotten around to starting the second one yet because I, what I really do is I, I take a look at like the first, what, like three or four minutes of, of any of the clips that I have. Um, and then I'm like, okay, what kind of music do I want to write for that section? And then I start fiddling around with stuff. And the first time I did this, it, it came really, really naturally and just kind of like both tracks just kind of float out. But I, I started trying to do something and it just wasn't sounding right at all. And so I just kind of gave up the last time I tried. 
Um, but I need to get back to that and write some themes and uh, continue with that. It's been it's so fun to write music for your own videos. Uh, it feel it feels so holistic. Like it feels like I'm not cheating. Like it feels like I have I have to do everything myself. Right. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I've been writing music and one thing I've been doing because I um made a track for the Lavender Shadows main theme was right. I've also been kind of collating a list of character themes. Um. And so I think I have a character theme nice. for everybody now, like this specifically, like, um, like the little, the actual like notes of a theme. And then I'll extrapolate that out into whatever music I make down the road. Um, but I have, I think I have music for everyone, if I remember correctly, because I have, yeah, I have Emily's character's theme. I have your theme. I have Seth's theme. I think Alyssa's character might be the only one I don't have a theme for, but I also might have I also might have made up a theme for her. I don't remember. Um and actually since we're since we have all this hooked up, I can actually just like pop on here and like play it briefly even. Ooh. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Except Except actually no one could hear it on this screen. So let's go to, oh, that's not going to work. Never mind. That's, that only works if you do three people. Um, well, yeah, Carl, real, real quick, Carl's why I, I bring this up. What, um, what other stuff have you been like creating? Um, I've been, well, so I'm in a AP studio art class this year, which I was super looking forward to because it just allows me to like work on art in the middle of my day, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, and it has been great. It's especially great because I can come into class and make a cup of tea and <laughs> sit down and work on art. Um, and so I'm working right now on the first piece of my concentration for the class which is just the um the larger project which is going to be i think 13 pieces of art that all follow a similar theme um and so i'm not super concrete on what what that theme is yet like i have a broad idea um it's it's going to be loosely um trying to portray how the body of christ remains throughout history and so i'm trying to include elements from the reformation on until now um and so right now i'm working on a piece that's actually a reference Im reference image of connor <laughs> um <laughs> i saw that i did see yeah. it briefly yeah um and i think it's turning out well even though i have to do a grid for it which is annoying but Mm -hmm. I'm in some ways it's helping in other ways I'm frustrated but, right that, but in I the mean, future I'll get like to any... do yeah I'll yeah. I'll get to do more more media that I like to use right like I'll be able to use more color pencil and you know experiment with stuff after cool. this project so cool very much looking forward to that yeah yeah
Hmm, okay, so let me think about this. Everybody hear that music? I have I can I can just play I can play the piano on this. Problem is it's slightly slightly delayed. So real quick. So I put together this like brief just like me playing the piano where I was kind of playing some of the character themes. Um Here's Seth's character's theme. And if you can pop onto the stream and probably hear these. Looking forward to Lavender Shadows at all. This is a sneak preview. <laughs> and here is Carly's character's theme. Wow, I'm really bad at playing this. <laughs> Yeah, that was awful. Because <laughs> this is just me like writing, like playing it real quick so I can remember what it's right. supposed to sound like. Let me see if I can actually do this justice. Really hard to play with his delay. This is why I've never actually streamed myself writing music because there's no way I can manage it because of the weird delay. Um, and then the the lavender shadows main theme, like that's um the main like da 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 da. That is the the main theme there. That's uh Emily's character's theme because nice. it's a person singing opera. So I felt that right. was appropriate <laughs> so yeah i guess that's just Alyssa's character that i don't have i don't have a theme for yet um i guess i do have my friend ben ben vector was over the other day who he's he's been he's one of my good friends and he i've been helping him like figure out how to set up a music studio um and so he came over the other day and we were talking and i was showing him how to use the program that that i have um and uh he helped me come up with a, a few ideas for for Lavender Shadows, the music I was working on with it. Um, and I'm trying to stall for time because this thing is still loading. <laughs> but I had a brief pizzicato thing that I came up with that was fun. A little bit more quirky. Oh, I'm not hearing it right now. Oh, there we go. Mm 
So that's that's been some fun things that I've been doing. Because really for me, it's like I get inspired to do a thing if I'm like currently involved in doing it. It's just a, an endless cycle. And so for especially for music, music for me like ends up being inspired by other th- other art forms that I'm involved in or other things I'm I happen to be doing. I haven't I haven't written any lyrical music in a long time, which is kind of sad. Uh, and I guess I need to do that at some point, but I've been having too much fun writing uh, orchestral stuff. Um, I'm like learning how to play the piano. Like I'm I, like, I can sense myself getting better at it. And I'm like really excited about that. Like I'm starting to understand like different keys and how to play way better than I used to be able to. And it's just fun. It's good stuff. That's been my main fun thing that I've been doing is role-playing games and music a great combination <laughs> well yeah i'm doing a lot of trying to prep for nano again yeah. because my my second draft of starfade resentment is going to be my senior project this year so yeah, yeah i gotta is, get on that yeah which is good because it it allows me a lot of deadlines and like a lot more incentive to work on it because it's literally for graduation (laughs) yeah um and i know that with those incentives i will get it done and i'll work on it more and i'll get more into it um but it's also stressful because like i have to i have to put it all together in the end and be able to say to the senior boards like hey i did this thing and here's why and (laughs) here's what i got out of it um Mm -hmm. um and I've been working on, well, I guess, okay, along the, still along the lines of Starfight Resentment, a couple days ago, I was trying to work through, um, like, how I'm going to replot certain things. And I think I ended up sticking with, for now anyway, pretty much the same plot that I had replotted, like, a couple months ago. Um, but I, like, accidentally started rewriting the prologue already. <laughs> so Mm -hmm. um and i i really like how it's turning out so far so i'm excited about that yeah but i started it i started writing it from niall's perspective rather than from drew's perspective Mm -hmm. so i'm like super interested to see like how that affects the rest of the book because it's sometimes i sometimes i i treat niles like he's the main character when like they're bo- they're both main characters, but Drew's usually the one that the book's supposed to be about. Yeah, and so I'm trying to figure out how I actually want things to go. Right, like um, how much importance the other yeah. characters have. Yeah. Um, especially knowing everything I know about the rest of the book, I'm like, do I want the readers to get attached to this person? Right. <laughs> do yeah. I want to like have this person have such a a presence in the beginning? Um. Because that could work either for you or against you, right? You can have a character be very interesting and then it's like, ah, sorry, you know, like, (laughs) but like you could also have it be where they're so interested in that person that they don't care about the other characters in the way that they should. This is a a common problem with main characters, honestly, is the main characters end up being far less interesting than their side characters. Um, Because sometimes main characters tend to be blank slates on purpose because you can kind of put yourself in their shoes a little bit more so yeah it's a, it's a struggle it's a never-ending struggle to figure out that balance um and there's no right answer 
to that particular problem. Um, there can be right specific answers to specific ways of doing things, but as a general like overarching thing, who's to say how much time and energy you give to any particular character? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I look forward to reading it. Very much so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Another thing I haven't been working on a whole lot, like within the last few weeks, but over the last few months or so I've started to kind of compile a bunch of different spoken word stuff into one folder on Google drive and Mm -hmm. trying to think about like keeping everything within one theme to try to eventually make into an album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the other thing we've been working on. We are working on, on your, on your Wisco poem. Yeah. I need to like go back to that and tweak it. That's what I need to do. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm super excited to like I mean even just now that I have like my own laptop and I can readily record stuff with right. my own mic. I yeah. can like record demos of stuff just to get a feel for like how I would perform them and it's very helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um that was going to be that was like my second option for my senior project and I was leaning more towards that for a while. Um but I figured it was going to be harder to find a mentor that could help me with spoken word and audio stuff right. than it was to, yeah. for, to find like an author, which I did end up finding, which was really cool. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited to see. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for both of those projects, but I guess since Starpay resentment is the most pressing one, I am more, more excited for that. <laughs> so, yeah, because I, I love it when friends of mine who I know are good at things like do the things they're good at and like make art because I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know you can do it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on in my neck of the woods. Artistically. <laughs> Not really, I guess. I I really need to like write something. I really do need to do that. But like, it's it's just a, such a struggle to balance all the things that I want to do versus the things that I need to do versus the mm-hmm. things that I probably should do <laughs> soon. And there's just there's some projects that are just like, yeah, this is not on my radar but I would like to do it eventually. But when will I find the time to do that? Who <laughs> knows? Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll I'll be able to get ready in time to do Nano with you. That'll be fun. Because um, I do want to I do want to get back to that. Um, back to that headspace. We need to try to get Connor to do it too. Uh, that's gonna be a, <laughs> that's gonna be an impossibility. I t- I, t- I asked him about that already, and he said. I said last year I needed NaNoWriMo because I was having a rough time. Like that was a good outlet to me to mm. to be able to do that. But now, like I think partially for him, especially right now, that would take up time that he could be spending yeah, with Mickey. I know. <laughs> yeah. So probably not a thing that's going to happen because <laughs> they literally just like talk on the phone like all the time. So <laughs> it's pretty adorable. But don't tell him I said that. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, yeah. Well, one one thing I guess I would like to do pretty soon-ish is kind of keep working on releasing some more like short stories and, yes. and stuff like that, right? Like kind of getting into that yeah. space a little more because I have a a, a uh, what am I trying to say? A backlog of things that I've written that I enjoy and like I think are good. Um, but figuring out what's the most, what's the best way to kind of release that. Cause part of the issue is I want to do it well. I want to mm-hmm. like self publish it well. And I think I really did that with spend a winter in hell. I'm really happy mm-hmm. with the way it all turned out. The problem is I have not made back the money that I invested in it. Mm. And so it's not necessarily a wise investment to keep putting out because it's a balance right between putting out something that i'm very proud of and especially in the in the areas of stuff that i'm not good at such as um making like cover art or um like formatting it for for kindle and that sort of stuff um i'm not good at that stuff and i i could at least for the formatting stuff i could probably figure it out but that's so many hours of time that like i could be doing something else and so throwing some money at it is a much more able solution for me. But the <laughs> issue is if I keep doing that and don't make it back and like people actually buying it, then I'm just wasting money. Um, that's never going to make its way back to me. And so it, it may, might be a fun hobby, but it's not something I can actually do long term. Right. Um, so it's just kind of figuring out how to, what to do with that. Cause like, I think altogether, Spend a winter in hell was like I'm trying to think of how much how much money it took to do all the stuff that I did with it. Um, let's see, the cover was fifty, so it was. Uh, I guess I gotta use a calculator. <laughs> Is like almost a hundred dollars, um, with all the stuff because I I had someone do a a cover, mm-hmm. I had someone format and lay out the book to be for an ebook, and I had someone proofread it, um, and all those things add up, uh, and I'm very happy with it, but I did not make a hundred dollars. I didn't even break even <laughs> right so far on spend a winter in hell, and no, and nobody else has like got it gotten it since last I checked, so. Um, I guess I could check now, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of the thing on the back of my mind is like, Mm -hmm. I want to do more of that stuff, but I'm trying to figure out how to do that well. Um, and whether or not I just do the same thing again, because one of the things that I know is true is that if I actually wrote a novel, like a full novel, I have a long list of people who I know would buy that. So I guess really what I'm saying is, yeah. Now you, you get it for free because you're a patron. I would still buy it. Oh. <laughs> um, what I really need to do is I need to finish a look skyward and then sell that. I guess that's what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. 
verbal processing Caleb has led me to <laughs> to ruin. Because now I gotta do things. Oh hey, another person bought it. Woo! Wait a second, let me when did I release that? Okay, so yeah, one more person has bought it since I last checked. Um, I've made a total of fourteen dollars. Nice. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, now we have the the true expose of Caleb's publishing process. Um, but yeah. I guess that's just my, like, the thing that I try to do. I try to make something as good as I can, as excellent as possible. And then I don't see a good return off of it. And then I get frustrated and then keep doing it, I guess, over and over <laughs> again. But it's fine. Most of the things I do, I guess, are are for free. Like, they just take time, not money. But... Like all the streaming stuff, like I, I just take a lot of time to mm -hmm. to make to try to do this well, but I don't make I haven't actually gotten a single check from 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 this because of the weird thing that Twitch does where it's like you have to make a certain amount before they send you any of this money. Um I think it has to be like a hundred dollars before they send you anything. Dang. Um, but then they send you like that a hundred. It's just like, that's, right. there's like a, a monthly or a weekly or something, um, like payout period, but it's, it only happens if you have that much or more in your like currently earned. Um, anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about money right now. It's just, that's boring. Um, but I guess if I want to like keep doing art all the time <laughs> i have currently earned about 67 dollars nice over the last two years Oops. streaming <laughs> yeah see that's the <laughs> that's that's the not it's 67 sounds pretty cool if it was like last week but <laughs> yeah but hey i have like 180 something people that watch watch this channel well, 180 people are followed at least. Nice. So, anyway, I don't know. I'm having like an existential <laughs> crisis apparently. <laughs> but I'm done now. Anything else happened in the world of Carly? Um. I don't think so. <laughs> Mm -hmm. not very eventful over here <laughs> yeah yeah i just lay around i i go to work i get home i watch robin hood and eat trader joe's hot cheetos <laughs> um, and then i sleep and i wake up um, and go to school <laughs> nice That's... oh carly yeah i know <laughs> oh, carly. um <laughs> Well, at least I feel better about my life, I guess. <laughs> Just I'm glad kidding. I could do that. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. 
Um, I guess one thing that I haven't kept up on that I would like to keep working on in the next bit here is um, this whole world anvil thing. This like mm. uh, world wiki thing that I signed up for. Um, basically like a, a a world building wiki tool. Put down all the all the stuff that's going on on a particular fantasy world or whatever. And I have like a few of them made for like I guess I have one for to look skyward one for Terranolius, one for like crow inquisitors universe and then elysian road um and then uh the one for lavender shadows um but it just takes a lot of work apparently to uh <laughs> fill a wiki with important information yep. um so i just gotta keep filling that stuff out but it's been it, it'll be fun i, I think what i'm going to try to do is with with Lavender Shadows, I'm going to try to, by the time we start it, have all of the current information that I know about the world updated on the wiki. And then as we play, just constantly update it, like, real time so I keep up with it. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, I'll, like, I try to think about doing that with Thray, with Terranolius. And I'm like, there's just so much <laughs> that exists in that universe. Like, the next time I do a rewatch of Terranolius, then I could probably go through and right. do that sort of thing. But that's, like... I don't have time for that now. So, <laughs> um, but that's a cool thing. And and then when when I get geared up for for Nano, I'll probably do the same with uh, with to look skyward and keep track of stuff on there because that's that's pretty helpful too. Mm. Um, but one of the things that I'm excited for is um, one of the the people who made World World Anvil are some of the people who are. Uh, involved in a kickstarter i recently backed which was um like a a map maker program that is like very super involved and has all the like particular features that i would need in a map making program for for role-playing games and books and stuff um and like you can hook up the world anvil account to like to the map itself and like have a lot of integration there um and so once that's like in a release in like january and so i'm gonna for all of the different campaigns that we do, I'm going to start making maps and like co finally codifying a lot of the places and, and stuff, uh, particularly for, um, for Lavender Shadows, I think once, cause we'll have a backlog of stuff at that point and I'll go through and like actually make a map of the city you guys are in and that sort of thing. So, um, nice. but it's been fun to like slightly get back into that like fantasy world building space. In, in a more official capacity um because it's like terranolius it's like a it's a lot of stuff but it doesn't feel as official because it's all just like in, a, in one google doc and it's just like a bunch of like scattered notes that don't have to have probably wouldn't make any sense to anyone who <laughs> just read it um but i want to like collate this stuff and like actually um kind of put it to paper as it were um anyway again i'm i've just been rambling tonight because <laughs> i'm just that's what i do i just verbally process things um but downton abbey made me cry today so i'm frazzled <laughs> i'm frazzled you have anything else that you would like to talk about anything else anything else you would like to say no nope. mm-hmm mm -hmm. Um, oh, I guess one last thing that I've been doing, I've been making my way through Age of Mythology, um, one of my old childhood favorite games um, on stream. 
And it's been very fun. I'm like finding that I'm like actually somewhat good at RTS games. And that makes me happy because I'm historically very bad at video games. <laughs> um, and I like the fact that I could, I could probably beat Connor in a game of Age of Mythology <laughs> if I played him now. If I played him, I think I could beat him. In fact, I might challenge him to a game <laughs> of Age of Mythology. I think that would be fun. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do after Age of Mythology, though. One one funny, just one funny note that I was just thinking of the other day. I started a, a Sims 4 playthrough a while back um, and was just kind of messing around and playing that. And because one of the things I've always wanted to do is like on stream, like start like a, a Sims 4 game that like I keep going with the same family, like generation after generation and just keep going with it. <laughs> but one of the things I learned is that I, I was playing it and then, you know, the, if anyone's ever played The Sims, you always come back, come to this point where like, you realize that you're having like for me specifically, it was like, I'm having my character in this game, write a novel and I'm just staring at him, <laughs> clicking on the t- keyboard. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why don't, why don't I just stop playing this right now? And then just go write a novel instead of making my fake life person do this for me. And I tell you what, it, it did not become any more. Re- it became even more real when I got a puppy. <laughs> because I thought about playing The Sims and I was like, why would I do that? I have a life that I have to take care of. I have to manage this life. I don't want to have to manage someone else's fake life. Like, <laughs> I have a dog that I have to train and like make sure she's not getting into stuff and all that jazz. And I don't want to train my fake dog. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll just train my real dog. So... Not that there's anything wrong with playing The Sims 4, and I'll probably go back to it at some point, but <laughs> you kind of you kind of put things in perspective every once in a while when you're playing that game, and you realize that you probably should be doing something else with your life. Um, but also, my love for Tara continues, and she is the light of my world. <laughs> I love her so much. She is so adorable. She is. And she is being a perfect little angel in her kennel right now. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Okay, I think that's about enough from us here on the at the Christian Artist. Thank you for listening to us talk about our creative endeavors and the shows we've been watching, and then listen to me ramble about money for like half an hour. I don't know what that <laughs> where that came from. Um, but this has been the Caleb Carly Power Hour Power Hour Two Electric Bugaloo, and uh, <laughs> what is that even from? <laughs> Okay, so this is a long story. So oh, no. I don't even know if I technically know where the original reference of this came from, but it what was it? It was Electric Boogaloo. Okay, so there's a I, I don't remember where I first heard this joke, but I, I thought it was so funny because there's a really bad 1984 album called Breakin' 2. Alright, so I guess it's a... Oh, it's an it's a film. It's an indie film. But it has a bunch of songs in it. <laughs> um, it's It has a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't know what it's even about, really. But it's called Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo. And I think that just became a cultural phenomenon where, like, <laughs> people, when they named something two, then they were like, Electric Boogaloo. Because it, it makes no sense. It's just a very silly title. Um, 
And I, I don't know, I heard it somewhere and I thought it was really funny. So I just keep saying it <laughs> over and over again. Um, what was the original electric boogaloo? <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, is there an original break in? Oh, I know where it came from. Five Iron Frenzy. That's uh, where it came from. Five Iron Frenzy named their second album Five Iron Frenzy 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's the first place I saw that. <laughs> oh my that. gosh. Yep. That's what it was. And so I didn't understand the actual reference, but I thought it was really <laughs> funny. Cool. All right. I traced that back. Wouldn't be the Christian artist without rapper trails. <laughs> True. Wait a second. What? Wait, so there, so there is an original movie called Breakin. But it was it came out in the same year. <laughs> what? How did they make two movies in the same year? Breakin and Breakin Two, Electric Boogaloo. Why are they? What? They were working on both of them at the same exact right, time. Right. <laughs> that's what I have to imagine. Like it was. It's a, It's like a thing you have to watch back to back. But like, <laughs> I don't even know what this is about. Yeah, the movie did well. Okay, so Electric Boogaloo, uh, Breakin did well enough financially <laughs> that a sequel called Breakin to Electric Boogaloo was made and released less than a year after the original came out. What? Oh uh, Electric Boogaloo took off due to people mocking sequels that are pointless outside of being a money grab for studios. So that's <laughs> that's the joke, right? Is that the only it's reason someone's making this yeah. is because they want more money, and so <laughs> that's what they call anything, you know, to Electric Boogaloo because it's just. <laughs> you just want more money. Like, this isn't actually, uh, you don't have a good reason to make a second film of this. I get it. I got it. Anyway, now that we've traced down that joke, <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's us. It, I think that's it for <laughs> us here at The Christian Artist. You can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore, underscore art underscore show at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show or at our website at Christian Artist Show. Dot com. This has been episode 147, the Caleb Carly Power Hour <laughs> 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I will definitely call it that. Oh, uh, gosh. In, in the, on the podcatcher. Yep. Yep. That's what we're going to do. All right. We're out. Bye.